You're listening to Productivity on Purpose, episode 60, how to move on your big, fat, hairy, scary goal. Listen, lady, you're capable, smart, and driven. Then why do you feel so overwhelmed? Hi, I'm Ruthie Parikh, mom of two, wife of one, best-selling author, and former perfectionist. Okay, current, but working on it. I'm here to show rockstar professionals who are doing it all that you can have an amazing career, relationships, and life by taking control of your focus, habits, and goals. Join me for simple and motivating ways to squash overwhelm and reconnect with what matters most. Welcome to Productivity on Purpose. Hello, my lovelies. Mridhu Parikh here, your productivity bestie for your career, your home, and your life. I help ambitious women like you go from overwhelmed and overloaded to totally in control in the boardroom or in the family room. So all the effort that you're putting in for all the people all the time counts for something really meaningful. Okay, so today we're talking big, fat, hairy, scary goals. You have them. I have them. We all got them. They're these things that we really want to do, we want to accomplish. We don't want our whole lives to go by and think, I wish I had done that thing. I don't want to look back and think, I wish I had just finally moved forward and taken the risk or tried you know, that big goal or tried to get to it. But in the day-to-day crazy of all the things and the scariness of doing it and just feeling like how heavy and big and overwhelming it can feel, we don't get there. Or we finally get there after many years and then think, oh, why didn't I do this sooner? And by the way, this can be personal. This can be professional. This can be like organizing my house or my garage to embarking on a new career, leaving my job, becoming a coach, revamping my business, right? They're big goals and they're scary. They're scary to declare to the world, but they're also equally liberating to finally put a halt to wavering on it for so long to stop thinking, should I start? Can I do it? What if I fail? Mm, okay, maybe next year, next month, in a couple of years where the time is right. The truth is there's never a perfect time. I know you know this, but sometimes we've just got to hear it again. If you have something that's been on your mind, that's been hanging over your head for a long while now And it frequently comes up as one of those, I really should be doing this thoughts, then I bet you have a big, fat, scary goal too, just like I have had many in my life and I always seem to, and I would love to help you work through it. So again, if you want to quit the job, if you want to write the manuscript, if you want to do the webinar, if you want to create the course, if you want to hire the coach, if you want to organize your house, if you want to completely change up and revamp the relationship, whatever it might be. I know there are so many reasons to not take action, right? We get caught up in those self-sabotaging behaviors and thoughts about failing and what if I do it wrong and who am I to take on this hairy, scary, audacious goal anyway? But I'm going to share how I finally put the kibosh on some of this endless procrastinating, the the process that I take myself through, and I'm going to walk you through that, the five steps to take action and get where you want to be, because this is what I do, as I do with my clients, is what I do with myself, and I hope this really helps you take action, move forward, and say, you know what, big scary, big scary goal, I got a handle on you. All right, so let's get started. Number one, stop making excuses. 
You think you got a lot of reasons of why you can't? Guess what? You are talking to the queen of excuses here. I will take you on any day, my friend. Okay, here's just a handful of reasons that I couldn't start writing my book. That was a big, hairy, scary goal for me at one point. Here are some of the things I was thinking. Uh, I don't know if I should self-publish or use a publisher. I don't know if I have enough to say. I don't know if anyone will be interested in what I have to say. I don't have enough time. I don't have a clue about how to write anything other than a blog. I have no idea where to begin. Notice how all of those reasons had nothing to do with me actually writing, like just starting to write, just taking that first step and writing something, getting it down on a pad of paper or on a document. It didn't matter how I was going to publish it or if anyone was interested in what I had to say. It didn't matter if I had the perfect method. It didn't matter if I had months of free time in order for me to write anything, did it? No, they were just excuses. So let's just call out these reasons for what they are, my sweet friend. I love you, but I guarantee you're making excuses. The, this following proverb, I think, really sums it up best. If it is important to you, you will find a way. If not, you will find excuses. So as for starting to write my book, all it took for me was a simple mindset shift. I moved from thinking about all the reasons I couldn't achieve my goal to all the reasons it could be a slight possibility. So instead of thinking, I don't have enough time, I thought, what if I make a little bit of time every week? Or instead of, I don't know if anyone will be interested, I thought, probably somebody out there will benefit from something I have to say, right? And so on. And I know that you can do the same. Whatever your big, hairy, scary, big, fat goal is, take the thoughts that you have for all the reasons you can't, for all the excuses, and just turn them on their head. And they don't have to be 100% positive, 100% like it's going to be successful. You just have to feel it a little bit more than you don't. Like there's some way you can make some time or someone will appreciate it or somehow you'll figure it out, right? I don't believe in like this all or nothing. We've just got to shift it enough so that we're like, there is a possibility out there for me to start taking action to get over the hump of all those excuses. So instead, shift your mindset from why I can't to how can I start to make this happen. The truth is excuses make you feel better when you don't make progress on your goal, right? So you're not making progress. You you get to rely. You get to use the excuses as the crutch, but the excuses don't get you results. So think about your big, hairy, scary goal and think, how can I shift my excuses to opportunities? Okay, number two. Second step, second thing you can do, second thing I've done, second thing I've taught all my clients is to break down your humongous, overwhelming goal into bite-sized chunks. So let's say that you want to get your schedule completely organized. You want to feel like you're in control of where your time is going, what you're doing every day. You want to wake up with a plan. This is a this is something that my clients come to me often, all the time, pretty much. We're, that's what we're talking about. We're like, I just feel so out of control. But focusing on that end goal is kind of this motivational self-sabotage. That goal is simply too big. It makes it too scary to do anything about, which is why you have to break it down into smaller chunks that feel more reasonable and, dare I say, doable. 
So this might mean, okay, instead of trying to figure out my entire schedule for the year or for the month or even for the week, maybe I just say, what can I take control of today or tomorrow? And what does that mean? Maybe it's like, I just start with my mornings. I'm really going to break this down into small little goals. Or what does that mean in terms of my top three priorities for tomorrow? Or how do I just focus on prioritizing what's most important to me this week? Right? There are so many ways to just break this down instead of thinking of that end goal. Let me give you another example. If your big scary goal is to transition careers, and let's say you want to join a skincare line that you love, you might create an outline or like a little schedule, a little brain dump of 10 steps, right? Including, I'm going to research the businesses I'm interested in. I want to reach out to the company to speak to a representative. I want to go to a local meetup with other people in the industry, right? And now it sounds a lot less scary, right? We're not like, I'm going to quit my job and join this you know, new career and just let everything go. That's just too big. But what if we're like, I'm just going to do a little bit of research and reach out and go meet someone, have a conversation, meet up for coffee. So I'll be honest, even when you start doing that, that next step can feel a little scary. It can feel scary to go meet someone you've never met before. It can get scary to make that phone call, but it's a lot less scary than that big, hairy, scary goal, right? And that's just that little tiny step because one action builds momentum and action and momentum leads to more momentum and more actions. So taking that first step is what's going to get you going and moving towards that big goal. All right, so let's move on to step number three. You ready for this one? Break down your bite-sized chunks even further. What? What is she saying? What am I saying here? Okay, like I just mentioned, even when you have that bite-sized chunk, it can just still feel like I don't know the next step. So let's go back to the scheduling thing. Let's say you're like, I really want to get my entire schedule in my control. I want to feel really on top of everything. And so what I'm going to focus on is my tomorrow. And you're doing the tomorrow and the tomorrow is just feeling too big. You're like, but my, my priorities, my head is spinning. I don't know where to put my attention, where do I put my focus. So let's break that down even smaller and say, What's the first two hours going to look like when I wake up in the morning? And that's it. So if I wake up, if I want to wake up by 6.30, what does 6.30 to 8.30 look like? That's all I'm going to focus on. Let me make those first two hours the most rewarding, successful for me. What do I need to do to really get me in a good place, to feel in control in that foundation of my day, the first couple of hours? And so now we've gone from, the big, hairy, scary goal of everything, everything on my calendar, even got it further down from maybe just the week or the day. And now we're just looking at that morning. Okay. So an example with me was when I was writing a full chapter, when I was writing my book, it felt like a giant undertaking because I was like, I still have to write this whole chapter. And it would, although it helped me thinking I'm not writing the whole book because that would make me throw up. I'm going to do a chapter, but even the chapter would sometimes make me feel nauseous. So I looked at each of my chapters and broke them down into little sections. So I was like, okay, maybe I can just start with the main story to illustrate the idea of this chapter. Or maybe I could just write one or two points to support the main point. You know, so I could further break down the chapter and focus on one point, point by point. And all of a sudden it made it so much more doable. 
And even though I had broken it down once, I knew I needed to break it down again. So anytime you're stuck on moving forward, break down your hairy scary goal further and then further and then further until you know that I can take one small action. All right. So we are moving on to step number four, my friend. Put boundaries around your actions. Put boundaries around your actions. So now you're like, okay, I got my action. I've broken it down. I've broken it down again. I know what I'm going to do, but I'm still not doing it. (laughs) I still didn't take the action. What is wrong with me? Chances are you need to put parameters around it. Like how long are you going to give yourself to do that action? How long are you going to give yourself to write each point, which was in my case? How long are you going to give yourself to create that morning routine for those first couple hours? Or sometimes it's not how long. Maybe the parameter is how many people will I speak to? Or what's the deadline? Like, well, I, I will complete this by Friday. Or when I was writing, it was like, okay, I will write 2,000 words a week, right? There was parameters around it or how many a day or um, I will put on, you know, two timers for 20 minutes, you know, twice a day. So to work on this project, in order to take action, you have got to figure out a way to measure your progress. And this gives you something to work towards. This gives you something to strive towards this. Like there's an end point. Otherwise, again, it's just something you're putting out in the universe and the intention is great. But often if we don't have something around it, some kind of boundary or parameter, we just end up sort of wasting time or making excuses, kind of falling back into the first problem that we had was coming up with reasons why we can't get it done. So I would love to hear from you because you know at the end of this, I'm going to ask you to pick one of these that really, really spoke to you. But I'd love to hear, well, what is it that is going to help me sort of create accountability? What is it that is going to help me create a boundary around this so that I actually get it done. Which, by the way, speaking of accountability, this takes me to the fifth and final step. Let people know. If you've been with me for a while now, you know I like to be transparent and share what works for me in my business and in my life, which is why letting you know when I have a big, fat, scary goal, which I have in the past, and letting other people know. So sometimes, like for example, when I was writing the book or when I started this podcast, I let people know about it way before it was happening. Right? I let my email list know. I let my friends know. I let my family know. I posted on social media because we are always least accountable to ourselves and we're always far more accountable to other people. So just knowing that I've made the intention beyond myself when I've actually brought in other people to hold me accountable by publicly declaring your goal, by asking your friends and family to hold you to your word and shouting out to the presses that you are committed, you add a whole other level to your accountability. And chances are, because this is a big, fat, hairy, scary goal, you need it. And I do too. That's why it's scary. And by the way, our friends and our family, they're there to support us. People are well-wishers. They are not there to make us feel bad about it or tell us we can't do it, right? Almost every time I I tell someone I'm going to do that, they're so excited for me. They're like, I can't believe you're going to do this. This is awesome. How are you going to get started? This is so exciting. That's what friends do. So even if you skip out on these other four steps, if you're like, I 
you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting stuck a little bit in those excuses and I haven't broken it down enough and I'm not breaking it down even further and I haven't put the boundary around it. Do this one, do this one, because this is that first step of taking the intention beyond you and to other people. It is a lot easier to pretend that you'll take action all on your own. And if that's truly you, then fantastic, do it. Like sometimes that's all you need. If that's the type of person you're arguing, like once I've made the declaration and I've broken this down, I'm gonna do it. But if you know you, because I know me, and I know that I need some external reinforcement, some external forces, some external support to help me through these things that are really scary for me. They feel like a big step. And so if that's you, if you know that deep down your success rate is much higher when you have someone else outside of you holding you accountable, don't skip out on this critical part of the process. Enlist the accountability of a friend, of a colleague, of a family member, because they are going to help you to take that action. You can also take it a step further and say, hey, by the way, can you check in with me? Can you send me a text? Can you send me an email? Can you call me in such and such date just to make sure that I did my thing? Right? Don't let me off the hook. I really need your support so that I can stay accountable to someone. So do what you need to do to take the step and don't rely on only yourself. That's what our support system is there for. All right. So. That wraps it up. Listen, I want to leave you on this before we before we get to the challenge here, that I want to just remind you that procrastination isn't just a bad habit. It's a really dangerous habit. It's something that will eventually kill your dreams. If we always find a way to make excuses, if we don't do the things that matter the most to us, if we don't take action on those things that feel so scary, We will live a life that we regret. We will get older and think I should have done that thing and that's a terrible way to live and that's a terrible thing to have hanging over you and lingering over you. So this isn't just about like, oh, I want to make, you know, I want to stop procrastinating. I want to get better at that. This is something that's like a lifelong gift that you will give to yourself and your family and your community and your career and your profession. It's something that I hope you really, really think about deeply to start getting in touch and in tune and in alignment with what matters most to you, the goals and the people and the relationships that matter most to you. Alrighty. So now I'm going to wrap this up and do a quick little recap here because you know, I always like to leave you with a challenge. So you make your time 100% worth it here. What is at least one of your big, fat, hairy, scary goals that you have been scared to take action on, that you've been procrastinating, that you've been thinking, I just got to wait for that perfect time? And which one of these five, at least one of these steps can you take? Number one, stop making excuses. Change your mindset. Go from, here's all the reasons I can't do this, to here's just something or someone or some way that I can possibly make this happen. Number two, break down your big goal into little bite-sized chunks. Number three, break it down even more. (laughs) If you're still not taking action, you got to break it down even more. So it's one little step because that one little step will lead to the next action, to the next action and build your momentum. Number four, put boundaries around your actions. Give yourself a timeline. Give yourself a deadline. Give yourself some parameters, which will lead you to number five. Finally, let people know. Don't rely on yourself for all the accountability. Bring in your well-wishers. 
On that note, I would love to hear from you. Let me know which one you're going to do. You know where to find me, lifeisorganized.com forward slash podcast, forward slash 60. Oh, wow, we are on 60. This is so cool. And friendly reminder, if you've enjoyed what you've heard, if you're loving what you've been hearing, then please subscribe to this podcast. Just go on over to the little subscribe button, click on it. And if you have a friend or colleague that you think could benefit from this, share it with them. And if you're feeling extra generous today, leave me a review because that's really what helps get me seen and reach other amazing women all around the world. Also, if you haven't gotten your hands on my free resources, 21 Killer Hacks to Stop Feeling Overwhelmed, what are you waiting for, my friend? Come on over to lifeisorganized.com forward slash hacks, H-A-C-K-S. Get in on this goodness. It is a fantastic resource, and you'll also receive awesome tips and strategies that I only share over an email from me every week. They're fun, they're entertaining, and they're really, really simple. All right, my friend, here's to getting more of the right things done. Thank you so much for your time, your energy, your positive vibes, and know that I'm always sending them back your way. Here's to being productive on purpose, and I will catch you next time. Bye-bye.